When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pod save the queen! Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen, the Daily Mirror's royal podcast. I'm your host, Anne Gripper, and I should maybe be saying good day, actually, to Russell Myers because he is on the royal tour with Meghan and Harry. Um, it's 3am in the UK. Um, I've got no idea what time it is where you are, Russell, but thank you for joining me via Skype. Hi, Anne. How are you doing? Yeah, right. Thank you. How are you? I would imagine you feel like your feet have not touched the floor for the last 10 days. Yeah, it's been an absolutely uh, manic whirlwind is probably the best way I can describe it. And since we left the UK last Saturday before last, so we're talking, gosh, on the 13th, I think we left. And um, yeah, it's been absolutely nonstop. We arrived in Australia on um, Monday the 15th of October. And, and since then, it's um, it's been absolutely nonstop. I mean, not only for, for us, but for... Um, for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex as well. Harry and Meghan haven't stopped. I think we've uh, we've covered in the past that they've got uh, 76 engagements over 16 days of this tour. And um, it, uh, I mean, it's one thing seeing it on a, um, an operational note that we were given before we get, got out here. But you, you really get a sense of how busy it is when we're actually living it day to day. It's been absolutely, um, absolutely crazy at times. And... Um... And then there was the baby bombshell on the sort of the eve of the tour. Meghan and Harry had arrived in Australia. The pack was assembled. I think, you know, I think you just were having a regular briefing originally, weren't you? About like Absolutely, logistics the yeah. next day. And, I mean, what, and then what suddenly, oh, kick it off. I mean, because a lot of us arrived on the sort of the, Friday, the Monday morning or uh, Monday afternoon after flying from uh, the UK on sort of, sort of Saturday evening. Um, so you can imagine we're all sort of trying to battling to stay awake on the, the Monday. So we're having a briefing on the late afternoon on the, the Monday, um, sort of in, into Monday evening. And then called into a side room where um, one of the Kensington Palace aides told us we were going to have a, a private briefing, all the sort of Fleet Street reporters and the broadcasters, and, and immediately the rumours started going round that um, the Duchess of Sussex would be pregnant. So obviously, whatever, we, we didn't know what that would mean, how that would change the tour. And then um, I think there's a couple of photos uh, floating about on Twitter of us all huddled around a phone that we were trying to put on loudspeakers so everybody could hear um, and uh, you're one of the um, senior uh, palace aides at Kensington Palace gave us a call for the happy news that Duchess of Sussex is expecting their first child in the spring of next year. So fantastic news for them. And you can imagine the sort of whirlwind of activity that um, happened after that. It was, also, you know, absolutely uh, all the reporters rushing around, grabbing the phones, getting their copy, 
done as quickly as they could. And then, and then we got the, the news out there and it's, um, and it's been non-stop since then. But what a way to kick the tour off. Yeah, so that's very exciting, happy news. And congratulations to Pippa Matthews as well, Nay Middleton, whose baby arrived pretty much pretty much at the same time in a sort of a baby bonanza. Um, but Megan, um, you know, you had that story earlier this year that they were hoping to get, get you know, get pregnant within the first year of being married. Um, we did, how... yeah. The Daily Mirror did this after speaking to sort of some of the couple's friends. I mean, they were, they were talking about how the couple were, you know, really keen on um, having a child within the first year of, of marriage, and they seem to have been lucky enough that it's happened. It's fantastic news for them, and uh, obviously expecting in the spring, which will be sort of a year, just ahead a of a year of um, their uh, their marriage. Um, and it's uh, it's been, I mean, it's been great. I think think Megan's about about fourteen weeks um, pregnant at the moment. She's um, she's been dealing with the tour in her stride she's had to take off um you know a couple of days or half days with engagements in sydney and and, and one in um, fraser island just off the queensland coast but I, I tell you what the the hours have been particularly long there was a couple of um you know delays with certain engagements as well so um, fair play to her i mean it can't I, I understand from the other female members of the Royal Tour that the first trimester can be uh, particularly gruelling as well in terms of tiredness. So she, she seems to be dealing with it remarkably well. So no one can blame her for having taken a, a couple of half days off, that's for sure. Yeah, so I guess she's, I guess she's just finishing the first trimester now. She was, so I was going to ask you this about how pregnant we actually think she is, because spring is obviously quite a large window and, you know, when she arrived last week and came out in that ivory dress, which is called Blessed, which obviously is a, a sort of a lovely touch um, by the by the Australian designer. And we were like, oh, there's a there's a little hint of a baby bump there. And I think, you know, sometimes we like we really want to see it, don't we? Like you, you realistically, Megan is so slim that she could probably eat three donuts and she'd look pregnant <laughs> because she's so because she's so tiny. And then you see the pictures yesterday from Fiji in that of this stunning Fiji blue, blue dress. dress. And um, yeah, there's and been she a couple looks, of instances over the last week where... She looks hugely pregnant. She does. I mean, it's. I mean, well, I comparatively, much, um, I mean, I'm not talking like she's going to drop while she's in. You know, while she's no, still. No, sure, she's we're, still we're on the probably, tour. We were probably but, weren't noticing it. Obviously, there's a lot of rumours floating about at um, Princess Eugenie's wedding about whether she was pregnant. She wore that um, that sort of cape coat that was sort of open, and she she did look um, pregnant, even though there was no, had been no announcement. There was plenty of speculation there. Obviously, she's been wearing a lot of black. Um, a lot of sort of loose blouses as well. But, I mean, I tell you, just seeing her up close over the past week, that she definitely is obviously standing in a, a different way. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of talk from the photographers about how she's blossomed over the last week in terms of how she's presenting herself to the media when she's at these engagements. But I think we're obviously seeing her a lot more comfortable in public now that the news is out there. So she's definitely standing in a different way. She's you know quite tenderly sort of holding her baby bump, her burgeoning baby bump, if you will. And, and um, over the last couple of days, so I think the attention is definitely focused on that and um but 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 you're right even just physically she 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 definitely seems to be changing as the as the days uh, as the days progress and it's interesting it's interesting what you say about her her seeming more sort of comfortable now the news is out there i'm sure i'm sure our female listeners who have had 
pregnancies of their own will be able to sympathize with that with that sort of you know going along to a wedding or around to a friend's house and do you want some wine oh no I won't tonight I'm driving or I'm on antibiotics or you know whatever the myriad reasons are that you give when you're used to being a total lush and um and joining joining the party or or, you know or or whatever else it might be and then and then for Megan it's doubly different I mean you know I think I think also women of a certain age will know that they will get asked also are you thinking about having children but this is you know repeatedly the question for her from strangers because it is an expectation you know so oh when when can we look forward to the pitter-patter type thing you can imagine they get they get asked yeah definitely I the imagine time. they do and it's, it's not just their friends and family I imagine it's you know the, the world's media as well so I definitely do I've felt for them over the past couple of months or a few months uh, of, of those questions that are being sort of labelled at them. But it, it, it definitely, I mean, the questions were being asked and, and um, uh, undoubtedly she feels more comfortable in, in everyone's presence now because she's, she doesn't need to carry herself in such a way. And, and I think she has been more freely to sort of, sort of lovingly protect her by putting her hand over her stomach that we've seen over the last couple of days. Definitely uh, when she joined Harry for the last engagement, which was a, a walkabout along the jetty. And she was wearing this sort of long flowing uh, dress that has been um, likened to, to one Princess Diana war back in the sort of late 80s I think it was um and, got and a bit of see-through leg there that was it yeah so I mean and then there was obviously the the Fijian blue dress yesterday with this cape that looked absolutely magnificent with these huge diamond earrings but she was so you know again putting her, her hand on on her stomach and um there's a lot a lot made about it I'm sure the it will be sort of a baby watch over the next few months won't it to see how big she's uh, she's going to get and how uh, physically, she will she will change, and but um, but what, uh, again, up close, she she definitely looks like she's um she's blossoming, and then and hopefully in, enjoying this period because, as I say again, it's um it's definitely been noted to me about from the my female colleagues over here about um, you know, how difficult that sort of first trimester can be. So um, so hopefully she's not feeling too exhausted because it has been um it's been it's been a pretty exhausting tour up to now and there's um and there's still over a week to go so it's um it's going to be a busy one and i i can imagine that that decision wouldn't have been taken lightly to sit out those engagements really because you know it's all been planned and people are hoping to meet her and all of this kind of thing definitely i mean i understand that you know she's she's loving being on the tour they've they've definitely been welcomed with open arms wherever they've gone i mean there's been absolutely thousands of people on the streets wherever they've gone throughout Australia. We were in Sydney, Dubbo, uh, Melbourne, then up to Fraser, uh, uh, Fraser Island, and now they are in Fiji and Tonga. And we've seen, you know, thousands, if not tens of thousands of people on the streets to see them. But again, I mean, it's a, it's a long way to come to Australia. And regardless of whether you're flying first class or at the back of the plane like us lot it's it's an exhausting trip and when you're packing in 76 engagements meeting hundreds of people doing a lot of meet and greets and you've got to be on form you know pretty much the 24 hours of the day because um or at least when you're when you're out in the, in public because everyone wants to see you and everyone is super excited to see them so they've got to be on form as well but I understand that um, you know she, she was she was more than up for for carrying on. But I think it was Prince Harry was saying, "Listen, slow down. There's you know you don't need to go to everything here. We've got to choose our moments. It's a long tour. It's it's her first tour as well. So 
Um, I think there's a bit of teamwork going on from, from them. And he's saying, listen, I've, I've sort of done this before. You've got to be in it for the long haul because you can't be all guns blazing and then crush and burn at the end. So I think it was definitely the right decision. On the Sunday, she sat out a couple of the events during the day well, with just the, the, the cycling one in the morning. But then we saw her on the boat with Harry uh, later on in the afternoon. And then obviously she sat out to the trek into the rainforest on uh, the beautiful paradise uh, island of Fraser Island, just off of Queensland. And, and to be honest, that was probably more of a health and safety. And again, I think that was Kensington Palace aid saying, because um, well, I was, you know, I actually did the, the sort of 45 minute tour right up into the rainforest. And it was so bumpy, it wouldn't have been advisable for, for anyone uh, being pregnant to, to do that trip. Um, because, I mean, a few of us were feeling pretty queasy as it was. So <laughs> definitely the right decision. So again, but she, I mean, we've seen her uh, out and about today in Fiji. And, um, and she, she looks she looks glowing. There's been some great engagements going. Massive, massive welcome for them yesterday. Um, so it seems to be yeah, all guns blazing again. So, and, and, and we've been told she isn't feeling sick. She's not exhausted. She's just been feeling a bit tired. And I, I definitely think it's advisable just to take the foot off the gas for you know a couple, a couple of the engagements. And then obviously we've got another another week week and a bit to go. So it's um it's all it's all going on. Absolutely. And the, so the story that we were just dealing with not long before we came in here to have a chat was um, the final engagement of the day in Fiji where Megan was at a market, Harry was off doing another engagement with the Commonwealth Canopy, and Megan was visiting um, women who are involved with the UN Women's Project, which I think she's been involved with in the past. But the visit had to be cut short because of, of secure, you know, security risk, yeah. um, because of sort of overcrowding and busyness and, and that kind of thing, not sort of any any sense of threat to her from no, not, not malicious people, but, but, just, um, but just by it, pure it volume of has... people. Yeah, massively. I mean, again, it's uh, I mean, massive deal for Fiji, the, the royals coming here. There was 15,000 people out uh, seeing them yesterday. There were thousands and thousands of people on the streets sort of in this sort of 20 mile journey to to get to um, uh, the part there where they, where they were greeted officially yesterday. But uh, just a bit of context. Uh, she, she, I mean, this is one of Megan's projects uh, in the past. We definitely th believe that she's going to do something within women's empowerment when she sort of announces uh, how she, what project she's going to take on in her royal career, probably in the new year. Um, she's been involved in the UN's uh, women's project before in 2015. And, and, ag and again, it's something that uh, is quite prevalent over in Fiji. It deals with a project called Markets for Change, which looks at empowering women and getting them into the workplace and um, sort of a, a overall in society over here as well. So look, looking at that, there was, it's um, it, again, it's a busy, busy place. You can imagine a, a, a small market on the, Pacific Island there were just a lot of people there who were really keen to go and see her added to that it's a very small tight space and it was very hot and humid in the um in the in the actual uh, arena being there um and we we spoke to Ian Vogler who's a mirror photographer who was at the scene and he just said you know it, it, it the threat wasn't necessarily there but you could totally understand why the um uh, private protection officers uh, got her out of that situation because they really didn't you know, feel comfortable about her being there. And I, and I dare say, Megan didn't feel comfortable being there as well with, with it being hot and humid. So I think she stayed for about eight minutes when she was supposed to stay for maybe 15, maybe a little longer. So there were a, a few disappointed people who were really keen to meet her. But you can totally understand when 
it's sort of the, you know the private protection officer, the personal protection officers looking after her. They've got to make those judgments at um, you know a, a, a moment's notice, and and overall um, they, they 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 made that decision based upon the fact that they couldn't guarantee her safety in in that um, in that small arena. So and um, so they got her out of there. And um, one last thing, sort of directly on the mm. baby question is so, and I guess this ties in a little bit with how pregnant we think she is. So the announcement has obviously come after Eugenie's wedding. I mean, you obviously flew off to Australia with the ink barely dry on her marriage certificate. And the announcement <laughs> then came sort of a couple of days after that. So there was sort of a question of who had been told when and were they were they waiting to allow Eugenie her moment in, in the spotlight so. and I her think... big day of her own before announcing yeah, it? And definitely. even so, was it? Definitely. I mean, clearly looking know, at the pictures... Really was... The wedding was great, but it it really would have overshadowed it. I mean, Meghan and Harry are you know global superstars at the moment, aren't they? So anything they say or do gets uh, massive column inches, huge attention throughout the world. And and obviously it was um, Eugenie's wedding. Again, a lot had been made about that the fact it was at Harry and Meghan's wedding venue uh, that they chose in May as well. But so I understand that uh, she's probably about fourteen weeks gone. There were, you know, we, we were briefed by Kensington Palace that um, the Queen, uh, Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Charles and uh, William and, and, and Kate were, were able to, to celebrate in person with them on the uh, Friday of Eugenie's wedding. That, that doesn't necessarily mean they were told at Eugenie's wedding. It means that, um, and as I understand it, they had been told previously, but obviously all the family were together in person for that. Uh, one event just before they've gone off on this massive three-week tour. So um, definitely all the family were you know, sort of quietly celebrating, even even though it was at, um, at uh, their cousin's wedding. But um, we, we think they were probably told in the, in the weeks just leading up to it. That makes sense. I mean, it is difficult to get all the family together when they're, you know, leading busy lives and, and all that kind of thing and scattered, scattered around the country periodically, as I know from my own, trying to meet up with my own brothers and sisters and our parents. Of course, But, yeah. but um, the, it was interesting on the, on the Monday, so the, you know, the announcements come, the whole world's getting super excited about baby news and like Fergie's continuously tweeting proud mum tweets about the usually wedding and the Duke of York the same and like wishing Sarah Ferguson a happy birthday and this kind of thing. It's just like no mention of the royal baby. I know, it's all, it's all a little bit um, tit for tat then over the last you know, couple of days afterwards, wasn't it? But, uh, but again, I mean... The wedding was great. It got great coverage. It looked, you know, there's a lot of that said about maybe it was going to be a bit of a car crash on television. But overall, I thought it, it looked pretty good. ITV did a great job. Um, and it, and, it, and, um, and people were interested at the end of the day. I think there was, you know, there was a, sm- a smattering of people there. It wasn't thousands and thousands, obviously, that we saw at Meghan and Harry's. But, they, they, you know, there were uh, probably a couple of thousand people who sort of li- lined um, the streets. I mean, uh, uh, undoubtedly, a lot of them were tourists who were in Windsor. As well, it wasn't definitely over people sleeping overnight that there was for for Harry and Meghan's, but but there was a, a certain buzz about the place, and um, and now I mean, look at it, it's carrying on, and and anything they say or do over the next or over the last week or next couple of weeks, it's um, it's been blockbuster, hasn't it? I think we've we've yeah. had uh, some some great shows in the paper, all the photographs that are coming out that especially because Meghan's wearing you know really colourful clothes, there's some great backdrops whether they're at the uh, outside the Sydney Harbour Bridge or the Opera House or in the um, in the on the on the island of the sort of paradise setting of Fraser Island yesterday was was fantastic and uh, 
you know, there's plenty more to come. There's some going to be some great scenes in Fiji and Tonga over the next couple of days, and then back to Sydney, and then on onwards, we're going to go to to New Zealand after that. So I imagine that's going to be pretty spectacular as well. Now you're stopping you. I mean, one of the things that I found interesting from the website point of view is I've just been looking back over some of the the most popular stories, and actually, unusually, a lot of them are Harry related. So you know, normally we'd expect Megan related things to do to do the best, but actually some of the Harry moments. So um, mm. the, convers- the conversation that he was having with a widow, which you know his staff wanted to move him on from, but um, yeah, great, he was like, "No, I'm going to car- carry on talking with her. This is important." So that you know, that's one of our best read stories. Um, the speech that he gave in Dubbo that brought people to tears, and you know why it was so emotive. That has done. People are really interested in that. And then also his, you know, his relationship with Megan and how he's being supportive and, and that kind of thing. So it's, it's interesting how Megan, as his sort of sidekick and partner in crime, um, as any good wife should be, not so much a sidekick, more a partner in crime. She yeah, is definitely. putting that spotlight on him for his. His well, I think, works. And I guess you know, he was a person as well. Yeah, I mean, we're sort of coming of age almost again, isn't it? Because he's, we've seen him sort of being this sort of um, boisterous sort of uh, Jack the Lad, in t- you know, in the past on Royal Tours. Now now he's a married man. He's a father-to-be. He's becoming, you know, he's, he's created Invictus Games, which is essentially why we were here in the first place. The Invictus Games, the fourth instalment in Sydney, is the biggest and, and best, I would say, over the last four um four installments of of the games and you know the speech that he's been made speeches that he's been making whether it was in dubbo talking about you know mental health another cause that's close to his heart talking to you know um sort of outback communities talking about how we need to be um more in tune with our feelings and then obviously he's been speaking very very candidly about Invictus, what that means about him being a soldier, obviously uh, moving forward. About he's announced, um, you know, quite shyly almost that uh, you know he's going he's going to be a father, and about how he was really pleased to be in Australia to celebrate that news. So I think, we're, we're, but we're seeing him, you know, on on the world stage, being very statesmanlike. I mean, he's in his sort of mid thirties now. He's definitely taken the decision to cut back from you know a bit of the the the, the more fun, potentially fun side that he had been known for so you know i remember when we were speaking about when he was in dublin and they were trying to get him to to whack the hurley or to mess about with the gaelic football and he wouldn't do it because perhaps he sees his role now as more of a statesman he's, he's definitely aware that he's on the global stage um and, and we're seeing a bit more of a serious side to him but you know Listen, he's, he's, he's 34, he's dad-to-be, he's married man, and, and, and he's definitely um, growing up before, before our eyes and, and coming into his own in a different light on this, on this trip. You are getting occasional glimpses of that, oh my God, our life is going to change really massively really quite soon. There was that speech that he gave, um, I think it was on the first day, in, um, in the, the, the governor's house in, Aus- on Aus- in Australia. I've probably got the names wrong there. It's 3am, so please forgive me for this. But anyway, when he, he gave that early speech and he's talking, and you know, I've been delighted to be in Australia to um, celebrate the uh, upcoming baby, and it was just a yes, sort of yes, slightly yes. awkward phrase with a little uh, the like he's just like, oh, I'm actually going to say his eyes. 
I'm actually going to say this for the first time. And I think there's there's one um, one quote in one of the papers, sort of a source quote, saying he was he was a bit of an emotional wreck about it all, which is quite cute because it's just it's you know it's something he's wanted for so long and has spoken Absolutely. really honestly about. Yeah, and he's so just, in, you know it's um they're, they're dealing with tiredness. Not only I mean uh, the, you know the jet lag, they're really being so busy over these times. He's, he's looking after Megan. He's not only got um, her welfare to think about being pregnant, but obviously it's her first royal tour. It's a major deal meeting all these people, knowing about customs of, of the different islands and various places that they're visiting. She's just made her first um, major speech today, if you will. I know we saw her talking when the, she launched the cookbook for the, for the Grenfell survivors in the community kitchen. But this today, talking about women's empowerment at the um, Pacific, South Pacific University, talking about her own experiences, about uh, struggling to pay for her university education and believing in education for all. You know, these are massive, massive, pivotal moments in her short royal career. And I think we're, when all is said and done, we'll look back at this and see how she, we, you know, this, this will be the making of her and how she's moulded into to royal life um from this trip so so he's obviously bearing the the burden of responsibility on his shoulders as well because he obviously wants her to shine on the world stage i mean she is an absolute professional she's been doing uh you know she's been an actress for the last sort of, 15 years and um and she's and she's passing with flying colors but uh, but certainly it's obviously massive pressure for, for for him not only because she's um she's carrying his his child but uh but also because he's um He's caring about his wife and he's caring about how she's perceived and how she's doing on the, on the, on the big tour like this. So we're not going to talk about fashion today. Although if you do have a favourite outfit so far, <laughs> either Megan's or Harry's, you're very welcome to, uh, to nominate it right now. But we'll save the, sort of the fashion in-depth dissection for next week. Well, he's looked um, pretty dashing in his, uh, in his military uniforms, hasn't he, with all of his medals. And there's been a lot of swooning uh, over here, both male and uh, female and male. Um, of how dashing he does and how much he looks like his grandfather, the Duke of Edinburgh, in a, in a, a, a former photo that was doing the, during the rounds on, on Instagram about um, the, 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 the Duke of Edinburgh in all of his uh, tropical military dress and about how uh, there's a, such a likeness with him and Harry, especially with Harry's beard and um, a, a military dress on. Uh, so I think he's look, he's looked pretty good in that. I'm not sure. sure well, Megan looked pretty spectacular yesterday in the the blue Fijian dress and those huge diamonds. We believe that were loaned to her from the Queen. But um, I think you're probably best placed to speak to Amber. On okay, that. but what you can <laughs> tell us is what your what your highlights have been, sort of either from a either from a new sense or like the little moments that you've spotted or things that you've been sort of up close and personal with. Like what's really when you go when you go home and you ring your mum and you say, yep. this yep. is what's been going on. This is amazing. What, well, definitely. Or, I mean, or mad. We, I mean, or... we, we couldn't have hoped for better news, both for them. I mean, it's really nice to to hear about anyone who's um, you know, a couple who have, uh, are expecting a child. But that really kicked off the tour. It really grabbed everyone's attention. I knew that this would be um, a major deal anyway. It's their first big tour and anywhere that they go. But it's, it gave it a narrative straight away. So not only the Invictus Games, but everyone who um, you know, was massively behind them. They were give, being, give, being given gifts, people shouting out into the crowd, you know, congratulations. We, we saw Harry maybe sort of show, um, show his... Uh, his preference for what royal baby we can uh, assume when someone shouted, I hope it's a girl, and he shouted back, 
uh, me too. Of course, so do I. So um, maybe maybe he's hoping for a girl, but it's, it's definitely given people a bit of a narrative, something to get behind, so they can you know have that thing of straight away congratulations. They've been you know receiving all the congratulations whenever they've been around. Um, I mean, being in Sydney was we has been fantastic. We, you know, we, we saw the, you know, the the launch of the Invictus game. The opening ceremony was pretty dramatic. They were nearly had to cancel it after evacuating the the site, which was um, this huge stage uh, just put up put up in the shadow of the, the Sydney Opera House after sort of this uh, two hour lightning storm came in across the harbour, which was pretty um, spectacular. Harry, obviously speaking, not only in um, Dubbo, where we went to report on the, uh, the the drought that's been, you know, one of the worst droughts in 50 years. It's gone on for a couple of years, although it was biblical rain when we were there at the time, which was quite bizarre. <laughs> but again, they just, they rolled with it. And there seems to have been anything that's happened. If there's been little bumps in the road like that, I mean, it would, you know, you could open up this little narrative about how ridiculous this, this is. We're talking about a drought and it was absolutely tipping it down for about six hours. But... He's, you know, he's got he's got to grips with that. His public speaking has improved immeasurably. Megan has been, you know, really getting involved. We've seen that, and I really do think that they're enjoying it. Um, and also that, they're, they're, you know, they're actually, I think they're building something for the future here. So we're talk, we're talk, there's a lot of talk about the environmental aspects of what's um, close to their heart. You know, um, Harry was in the rainforest yesterday, opening up the. Um, the Queen's Canopy project in on the island of uh, on Fraser Island, and, and he's speaking uh, in that in um, Fiji about that as well, and talking about conservation of the rainforest, very dear to his dad's heart as well that we've seen, and and uh, and Meghan being on a massive stage and being given a huge platform now to to speak about you know women's empowerment, women's emancipation, so, and and I think that is definitely going to. We're going to see them moving forward. So, as I said before, I think we're going to look back on this tour and um, and think that if this was something really special that that, that that kicked off the next, you know, 30, 40, 50 years for, for, for them as a couple. One last question before I let you uh, get back to work and I go home to bed. Um, mm. would, would they have told their hosts in advance? Because basically their first engagement, you know, their hosts rock up with some little teeny tiny Ugg boots for um, Harry, you know, Harry's pictured holding them and it all looks very, very cute. But, you know, I mean, I, they were planning oh, to have yes. kids anyway. Would they have, would they, would they have just said, like, you, you're going to have a baby at some stage in the future, have these now? Or would the announcement have come out there and like, oh, dear, we better go to the shops and get some extra Yeah, I think, no, in. I think it was probably a last-minute thing because, you know, they, did, they really didn't want, for two, for two reasons, obviously. Obviously, they wanted to get past the 12-week stage. Um, for, for Megan before announcing anything. They were particularly um, worried about, you know, that, that any news leaking out. So I don't think they would have done. I think they probably just dispatched an aid to go down the, the local shops and buy a pair of baby Ugg boots. And then they gave him a, 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 a baby kangaroo and it's Joey that we saw as well. Um, so, they, I mean, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, the, the, you know, the, there hasn't been any change to the schedule in Fiji that we've seen. And there was a lot of things, uh, reports made about the, the Zika risk. I mean, Fiji still carries a moderate Zika risk, according to the Foreign Office. And um, there's a lot of surprise about how Megan is still going to Fiji, despite that risk that is carried for, for pregnant women. Um, however, you know, reading between the lines, the schedule, the, you know, the, the, the palace must have known about this um, weeks ago and, and, and before the actual um, 
final details of the operation were were, were publicised, and she's she's not gone to any of the rainforest. She's not gone to um, any of the sort of the the, the, the uh, more um, or the, le- the the less urban um, locations of of Fiji and Tonga. So she, she like today she stayed in the British High Commissioner's residence and had tea whilst um, Harry was off in sort of the, the, the jungle. So maybe people knew, but it's, um, they, they obviously did well to keep it under wraps. I think it was a, you know, a very close circle of people who, who, who knew before, um, before the rest of the family were, were, were told on the, on the, um, on the Friday at Eugenie's wedding. Cool. All right. Well, lots to look forward to for you, um, next week. Definitely. And we'll definitely try and catch up in, uh, in the next few days. It's been uh, absolutely manically busy but um but it's been great fun i think you know every everyone is enjoying it um yeah them them entirely and um i think we got a we got about a week and a half left so uh there'll be there'll be plenty more surprises to come i'm sure so we'll uh we'll catch up in due course yeah i know i did say to our listeners last time that you and ian might manage to catch up and do a and do a boys on tour recording at some stage we will try we keep getting properly crazy you know, we're running around the place trying to cover all the engagements to get all the coverage up for, uh, you know, not only for, for um, the newspaper, but 24 hours a day on our news team uh, or our online team. So we are um, we're pretty flat out at the moment, but we'll, we'll definitely try and have a beer somewhere and, um, and talk about our tour highlights together as well. But otherwise, well, I will I will definitely be catching up with you as well. And um, Amber definitely. and I, are ho- we're hoping to go on a day out on Thursday without you for a very, uh, a very special podcast, which uh, hopefully we'll manage to pull off. But with a few bits of logistics still to finalise, but listen out for that one as well. So lots more to come very soon on Pod Save the Queen. But until next time. Pod Save the Queen. 